Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. How you going? Good. Have you, have you got a joke? I do have a joke for you. All right. Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't? <laughs> no joke. No joke this week. You're not kidding. Not kidding. All right. This is Tim. <laughs> this is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, 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 drunk um, my name's Dan, and I just realized that if you were watching us on Facebook, you might not have actually been able to hear us because I didn't have the volume up for that. So Classic. if that was the case, sorry about that. It's really hard to tell sometimes. Well, because we're not listening to it through the Facebook. Yeah. Um, but we're live on Facebook again this week, Someone Tim. said hello. Bibu said hello. Hey, Bibu. Hello. Uh, so this week on the podcast, Tim, we're talking about the new director ID that we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the why. We're going to talk about the how yeah. and the what. Actually, I think if I had some information on hand too, I could probably apply live on the stream. Oh, I just don't have that information oh, on hand. I, I do. It's in, it's in here somewhere, but mm. um, it's that easy, I think. It's that easy. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. So, uh, we'll get into that. But first, Tim. What, what is the Tim, Tim and Danlo? I said last week that I was <laughs> yeah, going to flip you remembered. it and I remembered. <laughs> you flipped the script. I flipped the script. Tim, how was your week? You got a good other thing. I mean, a good, uh, good, I've good story. I've got a few good stories to tell. Yeah. Okay. So, Dan, I don't know if you could tell this morning, but could you tell that I got a haircut? So, <laughs> I'd forgotten, but now I look at you. Could you tell? I can tell. Yeah. Your hair, your mullet part is definitely... Rated less. out of 10. Like, do you Qu- think it's quality good? Quality or if I can tell? Just... Quality. Just is it a good haircut compared to what you had before? Yeah. It's definitely neater. Neater. Yeah. It's definitely neater. It's a little shorter. Right. Um, well, but I'd probably give it. Like, this isn't. I'm not giving you a hairstyle a rating here. I'm giving yeah. the cut. Okay. 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 That's fine. I don't take any offense. As, a, okay. as a change from your previous, just mm-hmm. like yesterday to today, it's like a five out of 10. Okay. Like I notice it, it's definitely mm. neater, yeah. but it's nothing spectacular. Yeah, exactly. But, but, um, but your haircut's great though. Like your hair, your style's yeah. still good. You're indifferent. You're indifferent. Well, I'm less than indifferent actually. You're, fu- I feel, you're furious. I, I'm not very happy with it. I'm, I don't like it. Okay. And there's a few reasons why. Because mm. he, he layered it. Mm. So like these top bits here are shorter now. Yeah, I don't Anyway, like what I really wanted to talk about mm. was hair, hairdressing. Getting into a hairdresser right now is either really hard because mm. a lot of them have shut, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, some have changed hands. Mm. And so, even just trying to figure out... For me, I hadn't had my hair cut for a year, Dan. Yeah, it'd been a long time. A year. So, it raises a few points. Like, Do you need I really, I really liked not having to go to the hairdresser. Yeah. God, it was good. And you used to be a ritual hairdresser person. You had, would, a, you had a standing appointment. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I realized how anxiety-inducing going to the hairdresser is. It and really it, is. It's not, it's not nice because it's just a big change and you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. So, I just wanted to talk about that because I know we've talked about having your hairdresser before, like mm. your, your guy or your person, yeah. or your girl. And uh, I'm looking for that. I, I've got to find that. I, I 100% empathize with this. Every time I go, I'm riddled with anxiety about what's going to happen 
the hairdresser <laughs> because yeah. I don't know these people. Uh, I don't have, you know, sometimes I have a particular place I go, but it might be a different person every yeah. time I go. Mm. And then the last time I went, I, I thought I'd found a place. Yeah, I know. I thought I'd found a place. And I think you recently also didn't go to this place. Yeah. Yes, I didn't and, yesterday. And I, I thought I'd found one and I went... And I told the guy what I wanted and I, I, and I was very vocal about it. I, I was getting really confident in my ability to tell them, this is what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and he said that he didn't like that and he's going to try something different. And you can't tell them. <laughs> they're the ones holding the scissors. <laughs> they do what they want. They've got you to ransom, really. Yeah. And, and when have you ever gone into a hairdresser before? And so, this was my problem too. Mm. I never had such long hair yeah, that yeah. I needed to communicate how I wanted the long hair. Yeah. It's like with short hair, it's like, yeah, I want short side, long on top or yeah. just short all over or, mm. you know. Um, but with long hair, I don't know the lingo. No. I'm not down with the styles. No. I'm kind of hoping for some like constructive uh, work yeah. with that. Anyway, I got into that. just found out 15 minute. It was a 15 minute appointment. So, snip, snip, snip. That's, a, that's about right. Snip, snap. Mm. Snip, went, snap. Snip, snap. And yeah. I was out. There's like 15 minutes after one year of growing that. That's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. So, I'm thinking, I'm now thinking, Dan, and I'm going to maybe set a new precedent here. Maybe for the listeners as well. Mm. Maybe you can get around this. Yep. Once a year haircuts, mm. grow it long. Just grow it and enjoy the length. Mm. And then once a year, cut it back and start again. It's like a hedge. It's a hedge. Got to hedge that. Right? Yeah. Hedge your bets. It could be. Only get it done once a year. I think lockdown, we learned. Yeah. <laughs> we learned long hair is good. You just got to embrace it. It's sort of like, you know, the maple tree. It's the like leaves the change tree. in color as, yeah. the, as the year yeah. progresses and you really get to enjoy each season. Yeah. And, and, and once a year, you can, you can take some of that sweet nectar from it. <laughs> yeah. Once a year. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I'm not sure when that would be. No. For the, for the haircut. You the, can decide for yourself. Falls down, but, you um, can down. Well, maybe they're looking back mm. a year ago. You should see some photos of my mm. hair a year ago. It's just so different. Do you have the problem now, which I'm noticing, that when I when I wash my hair, which yeah. needs it more frequently now, it's a bit longer because otherwise it gets a little greasy. True, true, true. I wash my hair and then you pull your hand away and there's definitely <laughs> more hair on that hand. <laughs> oh, you notice and, so much hair. And, and for, for a minute, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's happening. It's true. It's happening to it, me. It is alarming at yeah. first, but it's just because they're longer. Yeah. You can see them. Exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> just classic. something I've gone through recently. <laughs> That's classic. That's good, Dan. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not take up any more time. I've definitely got more Tim and Dan layers, but I can okay. talk about them. In a future week. In future weeks. Okay. Yeah. Sounds what about good. you? Have you got anything uh, interesting to add? I think you shed some good hairdressing. Yeah, I don't Pain think so. with me. Yeah, I think I'm yeah, okay. That's good. Um, yeah, that's, that's me for the week. Cool. Um, all right, Tim, have you got a business update? I do. You, you, you led this whole thing saying that you had a really good business update. Yes, I do, Dan. Um, so, what have we got here? I can't remember where I saved. Mm, it's not a good start. I can't remember where I saved the email, mm. but my memory is pretty good. Yeah. Basically, the gist of it is there was a huge amount of fraud for the job saver in New South Wales. Wow. Huge. Really? Apparently, 2% of all payments, I think it's 2%, maybe even higher, mm. of all payments that went out were fraudulent. How do they know that? Um, because they've been investigating it for months, as it turns out. Wow. 
And so, it was so easy to just put through an application for yeah. an ABN yeah. and get money paid to you very quickly mm. that people, like criminals, jumped on that. So, they were literally they were just pay- applying for an ABN and, apply- and then going for it. Yep. Wow. Millions and millions and millions of dollars were... Wow. Yeah. So, I was so- going to say, like fraudulent or just people accidentally did it because it was so confusing. But Not no, accident. If, if, you, if you're applying for an ABN... And then applying for job saver. Yeah, or using dormant ones that were held yeah. or whatever Fraudulent. it may have been. Mm. Um, the details weren't really discussed. But yeah, it's uh, it's a police investigation. It's been handed over to the police. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if people go to jail for that's, it. That's scary. I imagine they will. That's scary. Uh, hopefully, they get the money back. I suppose because there would have been lots of funds. Yeah, there would have been lots of people out there that are just like, ah, oh, the government's just handing out money. Just gotta go get it. Yeah, just go get it, bro. Well, I don't even think it's that. I think this is like organized crime. Oh wow, it's crazy. Yeah. So this, so instead of mm. my bogan who did that, it's nope. it's instead like, I'm gonna get the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like professional <laughs> criminals. <laughs> professional criminals. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that um, show called McMillions. No, that was their their career was to be a criminal, career criminals, career criminals. Um, they they found a mm. loophole and and they they've stole a bunch of money. So, well, check that. You know what they say, Tim? That um, you can catch a fly with honey, <laughs> but you okay. can get more honeys by being fly. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone say that. It's a saying. People say it. All right, well, that's a good that's one. Fun. That's a good. Uh, that's a good business update. Sponsored yeah, by Cats you. Accountants. Mm. Shout out to Cats. Thanks for sponsoring today's business update. Thank you, Cats. Thanks, Cats. Uh, all right, Tim. Do you have a tight ass tip? Yeah, I'm going to go back to my Tim and Dan low, and I'm going to really emphasize mm. once a year haircuts. Okay. Yeah. And look, I know that's maybe not possible for everyone, but mm. um, just think about it because it's going to save you a lot of time mm. and cost. And also, I do feel bad for hairdressers. Oh, 100%. I, I think there's there's a place there where if you've got your hairdresser and you feel comfortable. And you get like, your style. Just go for it. Yeah. But I searched around. There's like 10 hairdressers in our area. Mm. And I've gone to like three of them. Mm. And then I looked for reviews and things online on their mm. website. And just none of them spoke to me. And spare of calling each of them being mm. like, hey, I want, I'm looking for this sort of thing. What's I just deal? don't feel comfortable doing mm. that, you know. And as a man... Um, it's all men's cuts. So, it's like 30 bucks, yeah. 15 minutes in and out sort of thing. I, I, snip, also, snap, uh, snip, snap. <laughs> I also like to um, use you as a bit of a um, trailblazer <laughs> with the local hairdressers because yeah. you go in first. I yeah. send Tim and Tim's like, oh, I'm going to try this. I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Because now I don't have to take that risk. So, yeah. I, I have followed you to several local hairdressers. Mm. And, but, but the problem is exactly, if, it, if it's a men's hair, mm. it's specifically a men's hairdresser, yep. they know how to do the one cut. Yes. It's the shaved, you know, right. razor down sides and back yep. uh, with a lightning bolt in the side yep. and, uh, and, you know, a bit longer on top and, and, yep. and puffed up. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's not me. No. You know, that was you for a while. Yeah. It's not me. Well, the other thing is, if you can go once a year, you can really just get the top royal service mm. sort of thing. So, give me the fifty dollars. I want the washing exactly. cut. Exactly. Give which me is, the washing cut. Which is what I thought I was getting yesterday. Anyway, so mm. if if you're um if you're a hairdresser that offers that higher mm. quality or higher value mm. men's cut, ironically, that's what I'm looking for now. Yeah. So even if it was like hundred bucks, hundred and fifty yeah. bucks, it's once a year. Mm. 
So, if it comes with all the perks, mm. a little massage, you know, and I'm feeling really comfortable about going in and getting my hair cut, mm. I think that's great. It saves time, it saves cost, mm. and it's just a cool thing to do. Like, yeah. you know, you get to experience all different haircuts over a year. Also, if... Um if anyone can figure out what to do with this mop on my head, <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love that because no one's been able to figure it out. Every time I go to a hairdresser, they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, "Just you're not going to figure it out. Just some scissors, please. Just Keep growing it. I'm telling you, Dan. Well, I am. But the problem is, Tim, and I, I was actually going to bring this up on the podcast and you've just reminded me. I'm very glad right. we're talking about this. Right. I'm getting married in April, right? Oh, yeah. So, I can't just keep growing it. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going to have like long hippie hair. And There's so, nothing wrong with so, that. But, and I was going to say, Tim, you're in the prime time of your life <laughs> to grow your hair out right now. Yeah. Because you're young enough to pull it off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't have any significant mm. life moments coming up that require yeah. lifetime pictures to be of you. True, true, And um, And see, so just do what you want. You know, you just grow your hair long. So, I, I was growing my hair long over lockdown as well. Mm. It's gotten quite long. I now need to make a judgment call about what do I do. All right, listeners, if you're, if you're listening right now and you can see Dan... You can see him. Hold on. Here um, you go. Just let me just... <laughs> Andrew Patton-Smith has said, uh, love it, hairdressing risk. It's very true. But if you can see Dan's hair, tell us, should he keep growing it? And this is what I'm saying. He's been growing this for how long now, Dan? Two? Three months? Uh, four. Four months. Four to five months. It's getting quite long already. It's good. Embrace the length. That's mm. what I think. Enjoy it like seasons, you know? Yeah, maybe it's different. It's not what you're used to. But just enjoy it for what it is. Uh, Take photos. I, I do typically reflect. go kind of long, short, long, short, but I've never gone long enough to ponytail it. That should be your aim. Yeah, but maybe after my wedding. We should talk to Kat about that. <laughs> talk to the boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call it what it is. It's true. No, I was yeah. on the phone to Jade yesterday. Like, I don't know which hairdresser to go to. <laughs> well, Help Kat, me. Kat keeps trying to send me to the fancy one. She's like, come to my one because they're going to do a better cut. I'm like, come on. I'm not coming to yours. <laughs> but now I'm like, maybe I should. Seriously. And, mm. and the other thing is taking a photo in mm. as well apparently really helps. I feel really uncomfortable doing that. But anyway. Yeah. Like I, I want to look like Brad Pitt in this photo. Yeah. Make me look like this guy. Yeah. I'm assuming With if you give me this cut, and... this will be me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool clothing. Yeah. He's a celebrity. Much give, more attractive than me. Give me the Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll be going in in five years. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on to our main topic then, which is director IDs. All right, mm. Tim. Let's start off with uh, with the what. Last week we mentioned it. Yeah. So we talked about this briefly last week, mm. and um, director IDs—they're a thing. And actually, in looking into it more, mm. if you are setting up a legal entity anytime soon, mm. uh, and you don't have a director ID it's very likely you're going to need to get one yep. really soon. Correct. So, we thought we'd actually do a longer look into what it is, mm. how to get it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, essentially, it's probably a good idea if you are a director to just take care of this sooner rather than later. Yeah. So, uh, essentially, a director ID is for somebody who is a director of a company um, and it is just a unique identifier, a number, uh, that's going to be 15 digits. Uh, and it's to help prevent false or fraudulent director identities. So, for instance... Um, uh, My dog. Your dog, Dora. My dog, Dora Garth. Happens to be a director of the two drunk accountants. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to now change that to be me. Yeah. Which that, sucks. That's a problem. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, or I'd have to register Dora. <laughs> for an ID. For a director ID, which is probably going to be hard because she doesn't have a passport. Where are you going to find her birth certificate? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was her birthday recently. Shout out, Dora. Yeah. Happy third birthday. So, um, so, yeah, so, essentially, it's just an ID, the same as like a tax file number or an ABN, but it's, but it's specifically for you as a director. You only ever need one of them. You only mm. ever need to apply once. Mm-hmm. And it follows you on being a director in whatever company you end up being directed of. Yeah, and that's the key part as well. I think this is going to help the government cut down on illegal phoenixing mm. behavior too um, because your ID will follow you from company to company. Yeah. So, if you change your name in some way yeah, um, to try to look like a different director, mm-hmm. setting up a company, having the same business, you're going yeah. to be caught out pretty quickly here. Yeah, and, and we, we've discussed phoenixing in the past and it, it's horrible. It leaves uh, employees in the lurch, it leaves creditors and other small businesses in the lurch um, and essentially this business just goes and starts up somewhere else. And, and if you do this repeatedly, then that is phoenixing activity and it's illegal. Mm-hmm. So, um, to, in order to, to figure out what's going on there and, and help people, um, directors are gonna, now going to have this ID and it's going to help um, prevent fraudulent director identities. It's going to uh, make it easier for external administrators and regulators to trace relationships. And I'm just reading this and uh, identify and eliminate director involvement in Phoenix activity and other unlawful activities. So I, I, I see no problem in it. It's free to apply. Mm-hmm. It's free. Um, but that's essentially what it is. It's an ID to help trace who own, or who is a director of, of what company and, uh, and trace the relationship between them and that company and other companies over time. Now, director IDs, here's the interesting thing. Mm. Um, first of all, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. I wonder what ASIC form we're going to have to lodge to apply for a director ID. Yeah. And as it turns out, it's not ASIC. Yeah. It's also not ABR, which is how you apply for ABNs. Yeah. Um, it is thing. ABRS. Yep. Which is the Australian Business Registry Services, which yeah. is which is a whole new government thing. It's cool. Yeah. Well, hey, red tape. Let's cut that. Yeah. Let's just create a whole new government agency. Yeah. That's going to help cut the red tape. Yeah. So, so what what this what this business well, not this business what this uh, agency is and what it does is it is essentially going to be the central registry services for businesses. So, yep. what does that mean? Well, right now. Uh, if you want to apply for a business name, you do it through ASIC and it holds the registry of business names. Mm. If you want to set up a company and have company registers, you do that through ASIC. Um, if you want an ABN, you apply through the ABR. Uh, all those registries are now going to be in one place, the ABRS, and you apply for everything through that one place, which includes your director ID. Yeah. So, um so, yeah, we can no longer say ASIC in the future. No. We'll be saying ABBAs. 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 Just go to the ABBAs and, uh, and just <laughs> yeah. apply. Yeah. ABRS. Yeah. ABBAs. ABBAs. I prefer ABBAs. I like ABBAs. Yeah. I like ABBAs. So, um, that's going to be the central place for all these things. ASIC are losing some of the ability to, to, to manage that. However, ASIC are the ones who still fine you for not doing it correctly, I believe. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I read that somewhere. There's quite significant offenses um, yeah, related to this. Yeah, the fines are pretty large, which yeah. is why just go do it, yeah. basically. Um, so, there are transitional arrangements in place. Yep. So, what are the dates, Tim? 
Okay, so if you became a director on or before the 31st of October, Mm -hmm. 2021, then you must apply by 30th of November, 2022. So, if you're already a director yep. or, be, or you became one before the 31st of October. You need to apply. You've got, a, you've got 13 months okay. to apply. Great. Um, so, sometime in the next year from when you're listening to this, apply for your director ID. Correct. Um, if between the 1st of November this year and the 4th of April 2022, you become a director. So, anyone who's become a director since mm-hmm. actually only has 28 days. To do it. To register their um, director ID. Um, From the 5th of April, 2022, you'll need to have a director ID before you become a director. Yeah, right. So, all right, let's just recap that. So, before the 31st of October, if you were a director, uh, you have until November next year to apply for your director ID. If you create a company or become a director of a company between that 1st of November and April next year, uh, you have 28 days from the moment you become a director to apply and get your director ID. And then any time after that, before you even think about becoming a director, before it even enters your mind, <laughs> yeah. you must first have a director ID. Yeah. So, um, if you're an accountant listening or a legal professional that sets mm-hmm. up entities, yeah. if it's a person that doesn't have a director ID, yep. you're going to need to go out and get one. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is important information about how to get a director ID. It's going to uh, slow down the process of setting up an entity as we know it at the moment. So, a few other things to note. So, which entities are we speaking about here that need to, that that this covers? So, if you're a director of a company, Mm. uh, an Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander corporation, uh, a corporate trustee, of a su- self-managed super fund, for example. So, that's a, that's an interesting one because a lot of people don't think they have a company, True. but they actually do. They're a director of a corporate trustee True. or a trust or a super fund. So, if you have a self-managed super fund or you want to open one, it's likely you'll you need, need this as well. ID. Yeah. Uh, a charity or not-for-profit organization that is a company or a corporation. Mm-hmm. Uh, a registered Australian body, for example, an incorporated association that is registered with uh, ASIC. Uh, and a foreign company registered with ASIC carrying on business in Australia, regardless of where you live. That one's interesting, but would apply to probably no one listening to this. So, <laughs> Well, you never know. You never know. So, um, essentially, if you're a director of a company or a corporation, um, you're going to need this. Yeah. So, um, I guess it's easy to gloss over things like this, but once you start looking into it a bit more, mm. yeah, that now um, applies to a lot of people who may not even know the directors yep. of companies. Yep. So. Yes. Cool. So, the next thing then, I guess, is how. Mm-hmm. How do we apply? Um, so, um, it actually seems pretty easy. Okay. Uh, especially if you have a MyGov ID. Yep. Now, as the government loves to do, um, they like to confuse us with all their lingo and jargon. Mm. MyGov ID is different to MyGov. Yeah. MyGov is uh, where you link your services. So, like Centrelink, um, Medicare, Medicare, ATO, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's your MyGov. Yep. To log into your MyGov, you need to use the MyGov ID. Which is that one that's an annoying app on your phone that you enter in a code. Correct. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, for the video right now, you may be able to see... A really old iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new iPhone on the way. Um, yeah, so it looks like that. I'm not logging into anything right now, but if I were, it would come up with a code 
that changes. Well, it doesn't change. It's just a code, which I then approve on my computer. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the code comes up on the computer, computer and you enter it in on your phone or accept if you've asked it to remember That's right. you. I've asked it to remember yep. me. So, it just comes yeah. up on my if phone. If you're an accountant listening to this, you're very familiar with this. Yeah. But a lot of people won't be. A lot of people so won't be. So, I can see MyGov ID mm. being the hardest part of this process yep. for a lot of people. So, if you don't have a MyGov ID, yep. you need to set that up first. Yeah. So, set up your, phone, um, your MyGov ID. Yeah. It, which involves... Um, verifying a bunch of identity documents like mm-hmm. potentially um, at least driver's license yep. Medicare um, and passport as examples yep. I think there's other things as well birth certificates um, so anyway that's step number one essentially yep. um, and step number two is gather your documents which really revolves around step number one um, similar things so similar thing bank account details yep. notice of assessment super account you, you may need some of those things mm. when you're going through the process of applying for your director ID and yep. that's where I've gotten up to so you can see here Dan yep I've logged in using my mygov ID yep um, it started on getting started yep which I'll just go back to you can't yeah oh, oh yeah, I, could, I guess I could hit cancel but it was yep. basically just like hey you're getting started I ticked the box mm. to say Yes, I would like a director ID. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one was confirming this is your name and date of birth. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, on the third page here, it's saying confirm it is your record, mm-hmm. which essentially I need to provide bank account details or Centrelink payment summary or dividend statement or notice of assessment or PAYG payment summary, which <laughs> people don't get those anymore, yep. uh, or superannuation account details. Yeah. So, I'm probably going to go with notice of assessment and superannuation account details, something yeah. like that. But, um, yeah. Scroll up for me for a second, Tim. Scrolling up. Uh, so, something to note is that the administration of this seems to be through the Australian Taxation Office, which, which is why they're asking you f- uh, for those types of documents because they have all those records to help identify you. True. So, things like dividend statements and notice of assessments. Yeah. Um, that's all issued or, and gone through the ATO. So, that's why this information is used. So, you need to tick two of those. Yep. You need to cho- choose two from that list. Yep. Uh, for most people, that should be fine mm-hmm. to get that information. Your accountant will always have access to your notices of assessments yep. from the past. So, yep. And that's literally it. If I had that information right now, like You'd a couple done. of reference numbers and mm-hmm. account details, I could submit that and I believe I would get a director ID. Yeah. So, you can also do this over the phone and paper. There you go. So, pointless, but there. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people will still go down that angle. Yeah. But my Gov ID will be really good for everyone to have mm. anyway. Um, it, if you're a small business owner, you're probably using it to log into like the business portal to, yep. to lodge um, bazers and things like that. So, you should be familiar with it. If you're not, it's, you're going to need it in the future anyway. So, yep. go, get, go get it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the process. I think what we'll do, Dan, mm. is we will also record... A preview video yep. of how to set up a MyGov ID. I like it. And how to register or apply for a director ID. Yep. And hopefully keep it to about five or ten minutes in length. Yep. And uh, send that out to uh, to our listeners and our client base as well. I love it. I love it. But essentially, uh, Google director ID or ABRS director ID. Abbas. Abbas. Go to Abbas director ID and just follow the prompts there to to apply. If you've got your MyGov ID, you can get it going. But um, but yeah, that that's that's how you do it. You're going to need to do it in those timeframes, which just to remind everybody again, 
31st of October and before. You've got until November next year to do it. Yep. 1st November to April. 28 uh, days. You've got 28 days from the moment you become a director. And from, from April onwards, which I think mm. is the 4th of April onwards, yep. um, you need to have done it before you even become a director. Can't become a director without one. Yep. Mm. So, yeah, this, this sort of... Um, with, with COVID and with everything else going on in the world, this sort of slipped through everyone's it real did. thought. They, it, yep. they announced it a while ago and, yeah. uh, and I think I remember hearing about it at the time and didn't really think about it again. I don't think I thought about it again at all like, until yeah. it was like, all right, it's here. I think it was back in the back in black budget yeah. or something like that. Um, it was a long while ago. Yeah. So, uh, understandable if this has slipped through the cracks for you, but uh, be aware of it now and make sure you go go apply for it. Is that the end of our main topic today, Tim? Yeah. Oh, and also, Abbas is in. Abbas and Diddy's. Diddy's. <laughs> Tim, do you have another thing this week? Very short podcast this week. Yeah, we're smashing through it. I guess director ID isn't like a huge topic, but yeah. also you said you said you had a time limit. I do have a time limit. I got 14 minutes. Other things meeting. sometimes go for a while. They do. All right, let's go through other things. What have you got? I feel like you've got something interesting. I've got a really good one. Are you one of those accountants, Tim, that are, um, you know, maybe from the trenches this week? You, you're digging a trench? Is this what this I'm other not, thing's going to be about? No. Um, um, I, I listen to another good podcast. Um, most people would be familiar with it. ABC Conversations. Yep. It's the Conversations podcast. Yep. And uh, it was actually really good because it was, uh, it's called After COVID, The Possibility of Hope. Mm. Uh, I've just got some notes on my phone here yep. so that I don't miss anything. But it. essentially, it's about how a crisis mm. can help you improve or become better or grow. Mm. Um, and it was really interesting because they went back and discussed um, the Spanish flu yep. from like about 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> after the end of Early World 1900s, War One, yeah. There was a Spanish flu. It killed 50 million people. The COVID death toll right now is 5 million. Yep. So, um, the world population is much higher than it was back then yeah. as well. So, the Spanish flu killed a lot of people. Mm. Um, and it's just interesting that um, I suppose the next decade after that are known as like the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Because um, especially in America, um, they went through a boom. Mm. They, everything went really well for the next decade. Mm. Um, so, it's interesting that from a crisis standpoint... Uh, it's really what happens in the next decade. Yeah, right. That's fascinating. It's not really what's happening right now. And um, and that you can obviously recover better from a crisis than, I suppose, others. Mm. Because uh, case in point, America, roaring 20s. Mm. Yeah, they hit the Great Depression around 1930. But yeah. the UK was stuck in the past. They were traditionally the global power before world war one yeah they wanted that back mm. um so they actually um went really badly after world war one yeah right yeah yeah economically speaking yeah it was horrible times um so they were kind of stuck in the past whereas america moved on they had hope they were adopting new technology um and so yeah time and time again you can see this happen throughout history. So, like Korea after war, mm -hmm. Japan and Germany after World War II. Yep. They all um, benefited from those complete disasters, yep. which in those countries, it was disaster for Japan yeah. and Germany. They total defeat at war. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of their manufacturing, like factories just knocked down mm. as part of peace treaties. Yep. They were able to speed up their development mm. by skipping 
um, the queue with technology. They didn't have to re- replace old technology. Yeah, they rebuilt better. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's seen in also like um, I guess natural disasters as well, like in Indonesia in mm-hmm. Aceh, that huge tsunami. Tsunami, yeah. So um, biggest aid um, event that has happened in our history, I think. Um, killed like hundreds of thousands of people. Horrible, horrible event. Um, but um, yeah, they, they built back better, essentially. That's interesting. Um, so it's now, you know, a thriving place. They wish they had done more economically, but mm. they used a crisis to improve the health and education of the people compared to what it was before that disaster happened. I like that. Now, why is this interesting to me? Because we're in a disaster? Well, we've just gone through a really tough thing. Yeah. And as a business... You know, and one of our first episodes after lockdown what did we learn? was learnings. Mm. And I think it's really important. Like, you should really reflect mm. on how you survive this crisis, mm. what you've taken out of it, and how that's going to make you stronger for the next crisis. Mm. Because it will happen. There's yeah. going to be more bad things that yeah. happen in the future. Um, perhaps it's going to be even more regular with um, climate change and things like that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's it just raises the question of what are you doing to learn from this crisis and to be building back better or to just be, I suppose, building up um, uh, defenses or your ability to work through the next crisis without less stress. I like it. I think that's good. I yeah. think that's a, a positive a spin. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it raised some really good questions about Australia too. Mm. Like, what are we doing right now? to make our economy unique. Mm. Yeah, well... For the future. This, this, that's a whole other podcast right? in itself. And you can get quite political there, yeah. but um, yeah, there's opportunity, obviously, but uh, we need some leadership. So. Yep, I agree. That's great. I love it. That's a great other thing, Tim. What about you, Dan? Do you have one? Uh, my other thing this week is not to do with me, actually. It's to do with, uh, to do with you. <laughs> and uh, people listening to this probably released on Friday... Uh, it will be the the day after your birthday. Tim. Yeah, my birthday. Little Timmy's birthday yeah. is uh, is this week. So just exciting. wanted to give a uh, a birthday shout out because oh, this will be you. just after your birthday. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, you're welcome. You're nice. welcome. All right. Is that when well. I get the rest of the week off? Or? Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> you do what you want. I guess. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your Drunky Award nominations. Um, Mm. We'll be posting more about that. Um, Send in your questions. We had a really good uh, message, actually, speaking of which. Oh, from uh, from, uh, last week in in regards to the... uh, Yeah. Uh, So, someone Canadian uh, wrote to us and they said... I haven't seen this. Not only are you correct about your maple syrup facts, but in Canada, school kids do a winter school trip to a maple syrup farm during winter and watch how it's made. This is a normal trip that every Canadian gets to do. As well, if it's snowing, then the farmers pour the boiled maple syrup on top of some snow and a stick and it hardens and roll it up like a lollipop. What? How cool is that? That is blowing my mind. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, um, who's that? Uh, I don't see a name here. So, possibly uh, when Sarah sent us through this. Maybe on the Facebook. That is amazing. Thank you for sending that in because uh, here in Australia, um, we don't get to go to maple farms. <laughs> no. We take school trips to um, Questacon, 
Well, <laughs> my school, we went to Pen. the sewage treatment plant. Oh, really? Yeah, that was cool. We didn't do that. Not. We didn't do that. Interesting. Not cool. We also went to Macca's on the same day. That's cool. Yeah, so you're seeing where it starts and ends. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. I want to go to Canada. Me too. Hey. I want to leave the country at some point. <laughs> I want to leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody, and we will calculate it.